Video Gamer Podcast number 465, I do believe. Is it? Uh, I had a completely different number in my head and I was like, what is he doing? He's yeah, totally yeah, wrong. Yeah. And yeah. then I realised you're not wrong. <laughs> that That is right. No, no. It's in fact correct. Mm. Um, we've been plugging away week after week, giving them top stuff gratis. Sure, sure. Um, and they appreciate us. Um <laughs> I'm your host Josh Wise, joined as ever by uh, Rich Walker. Hello, uh, and we're going to we're going to talk some uh, we're going to talk some video games. Before we talk to video games, actually, mm-hmm. I uh, just a little update, little update. I've I have gone and I have watched Top Gun Maverick. Oh mate, yeah, I've heard nothing but great things. It's a cracker. It's an absolute cracker. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I went um, to a friend of mine was visiting. It was, I was, it was in London for work, and so we, we were sort of like, oh, let's you know, meet up, little catch-up, stick a did movie he, in there of a, did of he a look Friday. At you? Did he look at you, and then you look back at him, and he went, I feel the need. <laughs> I and then feel you the, said need the need for, for speed, and then you went off to the cinema together. And then we went off to the cinema together. That's how it happened. Mm. Um, and, we, and it was nutty. We went to the super... Now, this is funny, because they've, they've just stuck the word super on it, but the super IMAX. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, well, so basically, and I didn't realise this. It's quite funny. Um, so I got an e-ticket, an electronic Ooh. ticket via an email with a little wow. QR code. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's high tech these days. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all good. And and it, but it said Cineworld on it, and so I thought, oh right, I know that one. So we were in Leicester Square on mm-hmm. the on opening day of Top Gun Maverick. You know, yeah. it's busy. People are loving it. They know. They know. They know that they're going to go and see some F F. 18s, 18s go yeah. go go absolutely nuts and they did but i walked into the cinema to the to or and went up to the ush usher fella and and, and he turned around the, it was tom cruise <laughs> no oh, if only the story. no i wish or even a little sneak peek of john ham i'd love to see john ham out in the wild yeah you know? be good how many um he's He's in how many up? He's in the film mm. playing a sort of hard ass, uh, you know, the guy that has to tell Maverick that he's a bloody Maverick and that he needs to toe the line. You know, Is that how they refer to him in the film as a hard ass. Exactly. Oh bloody <laughs> hell, John! You're such a hard <laughs> ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They do. Yeah, and um, so I showed. I went up to the usher and showed him the. Um, the email and uh, I was like, "Oh, I can't quite tell what seats you're in." And he was something like, and he was quite funny. He was just like, "Oh, it's seats uh, G eight and G nine or whatever it was," mm. uh, but you're in the wrong cinema. And it, turned, <laughs> it it turned out that what I thought was the cine world, uh, I was just confused. And actually, without really looking, I just walked into the massive Odeon that's in Leicester Square instead. Um. I didn't realise that the cinema that we actually needed to go to was the Empire in Leicester Square, which is my favourite cinema in London. I love yeah, that cinema so much. One. It's such a good one. The IMAX screen in there is madness. Although, I'm actually, weird. we mm. went to see Public Enemies there, and the sound was fucked. Oh. And when well, we uh, said the sound is fucked to the usher, it was like, no, that's how it's supposed to be. That's we how like, it should be, I don't idiot. Think Michael Mann wanted it to be all quiet and muffled. <laughs> Pretty sure he didn't. Yeah. No, well, he's rubbish, doesn't know what he's doing, Michael Mann. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's a fool. He's never really grasped sound mixing. Yeah, he doesn't get um, it. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's been bought out by Cineworld, so, you know, right. 
it's it's good stuff these days and it, it was the crazy screen they got you know sound coming out of everywhere and dolby atmos and all that magic yeah, 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 yeah. um and the screen was huge and we had really good seats as well and i kept the screen was so big time mm-hmm. that i was actually fucking turning my head when these jets were going willy-nilly and i was looking around and it was just like a bloody roller coaster it's, it's cracking stuff it's nice. um it's better than the original for me yeah, well, this is the Which, thing. You need to tell Elise that because I can't convince her to go because she hates the first one. <laughs> well, the thing is, I am aware of the cult around the first movie and mm. I enjoy the first movie, but I'm not actually like a Top Gun worshipper. I just think, yeah, and actually I got... Yeah, I like Tony Scott, but I don't love Tony Scott. But but mm. either way, it's a fun movie, the original. I just don't hold it in a... Ma- I don't worship it. You know, there's a lot of people who... Yeah. Top Gun's like the holy <laughs> writ. Um it's 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 fun. I do think this one's better. Um, it's 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 weird how Tom Cruise sort of isn't aging, by the way, as well. Yeah, what's going on there? I eh? don't really sort understand. Of with the devil. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, with Zenu or whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it, but you know it, it's crack it. Oh, bless you. Sorry. I try to get as far as away from the mic as I can, but never no, works. No out. dice. No Ruddy dice. hay fever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say, get yourself down, get yourself the bloody IMAX yeah. if you can convince Elise. Tell Elise that you know. Mm. Um, actually, I don't really know what you could tell her because it, you know, it is the movie that you think it is. A Val Kilmer's yeah. in it. I mean, that's more that's than enough great. for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it is really nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Bloody good fun. Also. Nice. Justin, because you're you're usually updating us week to week with the um, with your purchases, your eBayings. Yeah. Um, now I haven't done that, but I've sort of done a similar thing. I put a deposit down on yeah. a Steam Deck. Oh, look at you! Fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fed up of it. I really want one, and it was like <laughs> whatever it is, a tenner or something. And right. I think they said in October. October, you'll get a chance to buy it so i went for the super duper duper one which has mm. like all the storage and an anti-glare screen as well nice. i don't know why they should all just have an anti-glare screen but they're reserving well, that for you know snooty some people. people might not go out in the sun with yeah. the <laughs> and, true and then don't require but you mm. know you play you're playing on the sofa with the windows open of a saturday morning and sun streaming you open in your windows it, well the curtains anyway not not wow. not, not you, yeah. open, it, you open your <laughs> curtains. <laughs> Why do you sort of live in a sort of hive of darkness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rich's grotto. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have you? What about you? Have you done any uh, exciting uh, <sighs> e- eBay purchases? I've had to curbball that, mate. It's gone a bit, you know, overboard. It's too much. The shelves are creaking. Absolutely. Well, it's been yeah, it's been overboard for a while. But but yeah. fa- fair enough if you've actually curbed it. You've not done I have, any. I haven't bought anything this week. So oh, um, good stuff. apologies to the listener because that's yeah. Not- Interesting. Although yeah. I did find those white Kinder Bueno things that everyone's been banging on about. The um, yeah, ne- vegan well, ones. Yeah, although... They're ridiculous. They're really good. N- never, never, ne- never mind that, because that Leon fella on uh, Twitter yesterday, did you yeah. get a load of that madness he was going the on about? The lion bars. The, yeah, yeah. It was like c- caramel blonde. What was blonde about it? I don't... It's you probably know, like caramac, isn't it? Or caramel. Oh, it's probably that. That's what that is. I would do say. Do you think so? Yeah. 
I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. And it was like Lion Bar with coconut as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Something for was... He loves that. Famously yeah. loves <laughs> yeah, he loves coconut yeah. chocolate bar. <laughs> he It'd can't get that. enough of coconut. Mm. Coconut water, bounties on his desk, loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one, which I can't remember what the third one was, but it looked peanut. absolutely... Was it peanut butter or something? Peanut thing? Isn't... Yeah, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, mm. I suppose Lion Bar wasn't nutty. It was sort of crispy, crispy wasn't it? The crispy biscuits. Ricey, crispy bits. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Not to be confused with Rick Ricicle. No, um, no, we've covered that. Because that's different. And we covered that last dead. week. And if you hadn't heard that, go back and listen to last week's. Uh, because yeah. we discussed the fate of Rick Ricicle. It's um, not pretty. Didn't end well for him. Yeah. But yeah, mm. you had the uh, vegan bueno. I did. And I was yeah. very impressed. Which really one did good. I have? Did I have the... Because I had one of them, didn't I? Uh, yeah, did you have the milk chocolate one? You said it's not the same. The milk chocolate one, yeah. Oh, well, well inevitably they're not the same, but uh, that doesn't matter so much, just whether they're nice or not. Um, but I thought that that one was a bit... Ugh. Yeah, but I I've not had the white, white one, though. It's very good. It's very yeah? good. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. Mm. Full bueno experience as well, you know, the little individually wrapped uh, fingers. Oh, yeah, not yeah. Not that I'm a fan yes. of that, because yeah. it's... Wasteful. Too much plastic. It is wasteful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is wasteful. And I can't remember the brand of the um, sort of knockoff bueno that I had, but it, it sounds similar to yours because that too was individually wrapped. I think mine was called Love Raw. Oh, I think that's what mine was. Yeah, yeah. I just had, yeah, I think I had the milk one. Um, right. And, uh, and you, had the, you had the white one. But yeah. Mm. There we go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, right, it's time to talk games. You may not have been buying them on eBay, but we have been playing them. So, you yep. know. Have a jingle and we'll get to it. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. It's what we've been playing. It's the games we've been playing. Um, Mm. I played a couple of good ones. First up is K.O. the Kangaroo. Yeah, not Uh, to be confused with Cow the Kangaroo, which is how it looks like you should spell it. Uh, say yeah. it even Cow K-A-O yeah. yes. K- But it's K-O Because he's got boxing gloves That's yeah. how you remember it Yeah um, Yeah It's a platformer From uh, Tate Multimedia Formerly X-Ray Interactive uh, Who developed the original K-O the Kangaroo In the year 2000 uh, Then they merged And became Tate Multimedia and and some I think they were Tate Interactive first, then Tate Multimedia. I prefer anyway, X-ray. I think X Ray's a better name. X Ray's cool. Yeah, mm. I think it's a cool name. And if you don't remember KO the Kangaroo, don't worry about it because it's a weird kind of obscure series. Mm-hmm. It came about at the time when platformers, sort of mascotish platformers, they they want to be mascots, but yeah. you know they they wish they were mascots. But it you know and I'm and I'm they talking were about. They're mass knots. Um, and, you know, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger comes to mind. Although I actually have a soft spot for Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was, I, was, I was the right age and I had it on GameCube and I was loving my GameCube and it was yeah. it was, it was decent. And actually... See, Ty the T- Tasmanian Tiger's yours. Mine's Bubsy the Bobcat, probably. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um uh, but the thing is with uh, Ty Tasmanian Tiger is that it arrived a little bit late. It was like mm-hmm. 2000 and th- I think three when Ty Tasmanian Tiger came out, right? Yeah. And you know Jack and Daxter had already had two of their like really good games, and you mm-hmm. know Crash Bandicoot had been going for years, Spyro had been going for years. It was already kind of on the wane when Ty Tasmanian Tiger came on the scene. It was a bit like, oh, all right, 
you know that's and there was that advert on tv where ty was walking through a hospital ward and all of the other mascots were in bandages have you seen that that. yeah i have yeah it's 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 good but it's just like yeah i think you're a bit late though yeah Um, but the thing is the people that made that chrome studios were just pretty just a really good studio They, they actually after that they got the reboot of spyro the dragon that no one remembers spyro the legend of spyro a new beginning i think it was on ps2 they actually got right. and then they did like star wars clone wars republic commando and stuff like that they're, they're just a, I mean. you know mm. whereas the thing with tape multimedia i'm i'm not very familiar i'm sure they're a talented uh, studio i'm not really that familiar with their backlog um and I had, I did not remember the existence of KO the Kangaroo. It completely really? uh, didn't like register in my mind. Uh, in, 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 if I ever did know about it, it just it just slipped away. Um, mm. Which is funny because it's like, well, they beat Ty to the punch, pun intended. Yeah. Um, but actually, weirdly, Ty seems more famous. Um, I mean, but Ty get- really lent into its Australianness. Whereas- How the hell? Did you erase that nightmarish well, <laughs> artwork from your? Yeah, I know mind. what your yeah the artwork for the original KO the Kangaroo on which was the series is so weird, right? It's like mm. the first game KO the Kangaroo was console exclusive. They're all out on PC, but it's like exclusive to the Dreamcast. Yeah, the second game, which is like uh, KO the Kangaroo Round Two, uh, see what they did there. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, that one was like everything it was like ps2 gamecube xbox then the third game which i can't remember uh, the name of it something about oh, something the legend about of the, the volcano the, the volcano yeah mm. yeah that's something quite on- anodyne <laughs> yeah yeah mm. exactly yeah that's only on pc and then and then this is the fourth game and it's just like a reboot and it's out on everything i played it on switch yeah um and because uh, i sort of didn't you know, I sort of thought, oh, it'd you know, be a nice one to have on Switch. There's nothing particularly mm. that means you ought to, you know, the graphics yeah. are sort of smooth and globular and polygonal and Very you know, nice. nice enough, but, you know. Glo- um, globular sounds good. They should put that on the box. Always, yeah, I, I think so. <coughs> well, I'll tell you what. registered that, trademark graphics. Yeah, that, that manic kangaroo that I sent mm. you on the front cover of the original, if anyone's listening to this, check out the original box for KO the Kangaroo. Yeah, it's something. It, well, he, he looks like a kangaroo in some sort of spiritual crisis. I mean, he looks quite mm. manic, doesn't he? Yeah. The, the graphics his eyes are the, almost falling out. His eyes are out of his head. He mm. looks like a kangaroo that's gotten high off illicit substances. Yeah, um, like really going, hard sort of meth or something. Something really nasty, yeah, like yeah. he's hitting a crack pipe or something, and then mm. he's going out adventuring. Um this one, you know, not so much. He's got a pair of trousers and a and much like Mo Sislak. Actually, no, Mo Sislak... Yeah, Moses like had a rope for a belt, didn't he? Kid presentable. Um, kid presentable, formerly yeah. kid presentable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so's Does he KO have bags now. For shoes as well. You don't like my bags. He, you don't like my bags. <laughs> no, he, he's not got bags. He's got little kangaroo feet. Um, yeah. But he does have a rope belt. I got mixed up because Jimbo has an extension cord belt. Oh, yeah, he's wrecking on your cord. He's wrecking on your cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic stuff. Anyway, and there's something about... I don't know if, if they're trying to do like a... Yeah, it's a reboot because KO um, finds his dad's boxing gloves, basically. And, mm. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, is his dad like the original KO or something? Yeah, his you know, dad died the- of an overdose. <laughs> 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 <It's so fun>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. It's dark. Um, 
Anyway, it's uh, it's not that dark stuff, but there's an old koala who teaches KO, you know, the tricks of the mm. trade, punching and combos. And, and yeah. the whole thing is uh, basically another one of those um, ukulele-style things where, yeah. you know, it looks to a, a particular time. In the case of ukulele, it was very much... Um, Banjo-Kazooie and the kind of collectathons that you got at the tail end of yeah. the 90s and right in the new millennium. You know, real real old school stuff. And, you know, it was a Kickstarter thing and it, everyone wanted another dose of that and it had some of the people that were involved back in the rare days and, you know, it was a kind of nostalgia thing. And it wasn't and, uh, very good, was it? And it wasn't very good, although shout out to the Impossible Lair, which, which was great. really, really good mm. and actually in a really nice little sort of spiritual nod looked to the likes of Donkey Kong on the SNES, which was also rare. But it was kind of a really nice little sort of spiritual nod because it's like, well, you know, Ukulele looked to the kind of Banjo-Kazooie era, whereas Impossible Lair looked a little bit to the sort of Donkey mm. Kong era. But it worked better, I thought. It was, yeah, a, it was a much, much better game with really cool mechanics. Um, Agreed. This one, the sort of crux of it, the sort of thing that marks out KO, I suppose, is his elemental powers. So his gloves can, you know, catch fire and 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 that, and that will. So there's, you know, there's a cobweb across a thing. So he punches it with his fire glove, and the cobweb burns away. You know that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's perfectly fine. And uh, you know, uh, I I don't b- uh, bear it any ill will. I th- I think it I think it has a. If you know you like those games, if you were a, if Mate. you were a sort of it's another box quote. I bear it no yeah. ill will, Josh White's <laughs> video gamer. <laughs> yeah, they love yeah. me. These yeah. PR people love me, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm box quote central. You They're know? just listening to this like fervently, <laughs> like what what do you say? He bears it no ill brilliant. Get, Get that. that down, write that down. <laughs> Yeah, I bear it no will. You know, I think if you liked ukulele, and if you know you're a sucker for that time and for those, mm. you know, they don't make them like they used to. And a lot of the time, that's because we all got bored of the way they used to be. But yeah, there are, you know, th- th- there is some merit in saying to people, look, we're going to do it like we used to do. We're going to party like it's 1999, you know? Literally. And you're going to have, literally. And mm. this, you know, KO's picking up coins and he's picking up, gems and he's is you know collect thony stuff in there mm. because the thing is there is actually um a smart well i don't want to that sounds like these people i'm not saying these people aren't smart but there's there's a really clever execution there's a there's a way to do this sort of thing um which doesn't quite you know it, which doesn't only aim to capture and a sort of nostalgic fan base and that is <clears throat> Games like uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, which have that really clever mechanic where the levels were sort of flooded with water. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I um, do. Yeah, you could change the state of the levels and go back. Yeah. Yeah, and even mm. last year, or it was possibly 2020, no, I think it was last year, um, yeah. Crash Bandicoot 4 was actually really clever, I thought, because mm. it kind of, you know, it went back and it said, here's Crash Bandicoot with all the crashy, bashy stuff you love, um, but actually, really, really fiendish level design and quite a steep challenge as well, some really ingenious gravity-based puzzles, and it oh, was, man, it was all in its rough, ex- really hard. Oh yeah, yeah, God, mm. yeah, 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 a real, real sort of tough thing, but really ingeniously designed levels with like really yeah. clever mechanics. Beyond its difficulty, it was just designed in a in a way that I hadn't seen. I think I think it was it was unique in that way, really. Um, 
you know, this one ain't that. KO the kangaroo ain't that. It's, it's, it, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's, mm. yes, he's got his elemental. You're, you're running around, you're thumping things, you're rolling out the way with a little dodge roll that does a little bit of damage. Fairly standard platforming challenges, you know, quite gentle, but perfectly enjoyable. Perfectly enjoyable. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, as, as I say, because there's some games where they come along, if they're uninspired or whatever, and it just seems... Like, like for instance, um, the medium. And I know you and I differ on the medium. I know you quite well, like the not medium, but much. fair enough. I think not, not, we're, not, we're like one by... point apart in our reviews. <clears throat> I can't remember... Um, mm. But I, I, yeah, I, I can't remember the, uh, the, 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 that, but I can, but I remember generally, I think you're, uh, well, I think you're a little bit fonder of Bloober, certainly, but, um, mm. I think you enjoyed that game, because I didn't really, I just fully just didn't really like the medium, I, I just, uh, I, you know, look, sort of looking back on it, I was just like, no, uh, but it just, okay. because the thing is, it seemed... Mm. When, <laughs> when earlier I was sort of saying I don't bear KO any ill will I don't really bear the medium any ill will but some games come along and you just think oh get out of it I don't even that's just with move part you know, I don't want to do that I don't want to play that this isn't like that you know this okay. is like it's not setting the world alight but it's also a perfectly decent time you know? okay well, that sounds um, good yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile you have been mm. playing this is actually a friend of mine told me about this um a few months back i think it mm. i sort of glimpsed it in a, in a in a showcase somewhere or a trailer for it and it looked really cool it's i would describe it <clears throat> as a kind of limbo but yeah. underwater it's a game called silt yes um, um yeah which, i mean that, you've been that- playing encapsulates it quite well limbo underwater huh. i thought i was just being um, reductive <laughs> it's like well slightly reductive but if you were to describe it to someone that would sum it up quite well huh um, but okay. there's more to it than that it's um well it's monochrome first of all so it's black and white and you're underwater oh, yeah. you as a little deep sea diver fella and i suppose it's similar to limbo in that you hit something you die instantly uh, right okay and then you yeah, can restart yeah. straight away so everything's deadly almost um, but you can possess uh, different sea creatures um, using Ooh. a kind of weird little glowing tendril that emanates from your helmet. And um, ah. so you can swim about as little fish and there's some that like are like little piranhas and they can sort of bite through sort of cables or maybe they're little vines or whatever underwater. Oh, yeah. yeah to yeah. progress. And then you've got like you can possess electric eels and power things on. Or little manta rays that can warp through walls. Huh. Um, Is it? Are we think, talking sort of? I don't think that's um, um, factually accurate. I don't think manta rays uh, can no, do that. Uh, I wouldn't like to suppose, but I don't think they can. I don't remember um, David Attenborough going. The manta ray can teleport <laughs> through walls. It's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. No, but they do say that the ocean is full of stuff that we don't know. True. You know? Yeah, so, and you are super uh, deep down. You can tell yeah. you it's dark. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, full of ancient weirdness, you know. Yeah, yeah, stuff Christ, that you, yeah. You know, yeah. otherworldly stuff. Stay away from it, I say. I don't like it. Yeah, um, I mean, that's the thing. That's the first mystery. How did you dive mm. and get down here? How is he still How did alive? he get down there? And why does he want to? And Yeah, and how how's he got this power to possess sea creatures? Yeah. Um, yeah. No easy answers, mate. It's one of those sort of cryptic, <laughs> weird <laughs> games, you know. <laughs> no easy yeah. What does it mean? I don't know. No easy answers. Love it. Mm. Are we talking Metroidvania shit or sort of linear? 
No, no? It's, it's pretty linear. And there huh. are some bits where, I mean, it, it kind of plays out in big sort of <clears throat> single contained screens, really. Oh, um, yeah. Although the camera moves with you, they're, they're quite big. They're not. I don't want to okay. say it's like a single screen, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there are some bits where you can kind of go to one bit and then you come back and deliver something, mm. and mm. go away to the other bit and come back and deliver a thing. Um, would so this come under? Linear. Would it? Would you file this away as indie bollocks that you quite like? Uh, yeah, indie. Not bollocks. I actually thought it was really good. <laughs> indie not bollocks. Indie not bollocks. Yeah. No. What What do you reserve for indie bollocks? I forget. I always enjoy when you when you uh, will label something. I sort of. Um, maybe it's something I've seen a million times already, and it's here it is another one, and it's you know yes. all pixely yeah. and it's got or a something ponderous. Style. Yeah. Mm. Something overly mm. ponderous and pretentious. It's just like <laughs> uh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Okay. So, but that's not silt. I want to play it. Mm. Where can I? Is it? It's out on stuff. It's out on everything. First really. of June. Um, it'll be out on which is today, isn't it? First of June. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, not, yeah. It's out I on. So. I think Switch, the Xboxes, the Playstations, the PC. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much All everywhere. Yeah. I... And it's. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's right up your street, Josh. Definitely. I'll give it a go. It sounds like yeah. a Switch game to me. It sounds like a. I'll play that in bed game. Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? Um, the ocean does freak me out, but I have found, uh, just based on past experience, that 2D games mm-hmm. um, are okay. Uh, Song of the Sea, that Capcom game, it was, that yeah. was a Metroidvania. I had a good yeah. time with that. So We don't have yeah. to worry about running out of air or anything, so there's none of that sort of pressure. No. Because oh, that's, that's horrible. Then. Yeah, I hate yeah. that as well. I used to freak yeah. out when Sonic would, uh, you know, go underwater in the labyrinth zone. And then the oh God, music yeah. would kick in, and like, where's a bubble? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God yeah. yeah. It's that sort of nervous. Uh, mm. Yeah. I remember. I have a vivid memory of um, of going to the cinema, and yeah. it was a a British Army recruitment video, um, <laughs> that they would always show in the cinema. You'd never get it on TV, mm. and it was like, where is your limit? You know, and the whole crux of the thing that they were sort of going through an oh, obstacle course. They stick, it, they stick him under that tunnel, don't they? Underwater tunnel thing. It's an t- underwater tunnel, and he like yeah. snags his trousers on a rock, and they're like, "Is your yeah. limit here?" And then he can't get mm. his trouser free, and he's like, "Is it here?" And then eventually, like, he struggles all the way through, and they. Put, and I remember being a kid, look at and th- in the cinema, just going, "Oh my god, that's like my worst nightmare." <laughs> my limit was before the the tunnel bit. My yeah. limit, I would say, was before I got to the recruitment office. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's if if they're doing underwater training exercises where you've got to crawl through tunnels, then I'm sorry, yeah, but sod it. <clears throat> that's too much. And what um, are they doing, leaving snaggy bits in a, on an obstacle don't course? Don't leave snaggy bits. Like, are you trying yeah. to kill your recruits before they're out in the field? I mean, I guess that just they're seems going counterproductive. <laughs> Yeah, if they're going, oh, in the real battlefield situation, there are snaggy bits, then fair but enough, But are there underwater guess. tunnel snaggy bits? I mean, it seems... Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. I know, know what you mean. It seems particularly... Um, specific. Tough. Punishing. <laughs> Super yeah. specific yeah. obstacle. Yeah, <clears throat> very specific. Mm. Um, <clears throat> last but not least, I've been playing Mini Motorways, uh, which okay. is absolutely cracking really having a good time with it it's um from uh, now this developer has one of the best developer names i've come across in recent years yeah uh dinosaur polo club excellent um, and the logo is it a is little, a little Ralph, f- ralph lauren polo yeah well it's a little dinosaur. fella 
but it's a long neck fucker Bron- brontosaurus in there excellent uh and he's got a little polo thing and he's swinging it and i'm and i'm all over that I, from the from the logo i was going right well this is this should be good then um and it's so they so uh dinosaur Polo club made mini metro a few years mm-hmm. ago you're not driving and the crook uh, no that's the funny thing yeah because i always thought you know oh it must be about like a mini metro it must be about yeah. you know the sort of little cars or something no 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 it's about building like metro light like metro meaning public transport yeah. trains and stuff i didn't know that and then when i found out i, I sort of chuckled to myself because you know not driving a mini metro but yeah. <laughs> anyway this one sort of similar premise so it's a kind of um i suppose the point of comparison would be something like sim city where yeah. you're, you're sort of charged with building infrastructure um and whereas before you were sort of hooking up different tunnels in this in the city here <clears throat> you are doing the same thing but with roads and you've got mm. you know roundabouts traffic lights overpasses and things like that and it's really weird like it basically the crux of the game is you've got different colored buildings and cars that correspond to those colors of the buildings need to get from point a to point b and in so doing you slowly accrue points as more cars pick up things from one place and deliver them to another you get points which are sort of currency and then you use that you can get all, all sorts of different pieces like you can get um you know 10, 10 little pieces it reminds me of like scale electric when i was a kid like you mm. get little te- 10 little road pieces that sort of clip together yeah and sort of you know snake your way uh, or or introduce some exciting overpass which will dramatically decrease congestion and get them to one place from the and it's you're just sort of clicking away in this quite passive quite peaceful little thing and there are moments of uh, when it gets a little bit overwhelming mm. and you're sort of trying to find a way to alleviate the stress of it yeah. But you're just watching these little little cars pootle along from one place to another and as your points slowly tick upwards. And it's sort of perfect. And they've got this night mode where you, yeah. you, you press it and all the colours darken. So if you're playing mm. playing in bed, which you sort of uh, you, you, you only can do really. It's a switch game, is it? It's a switch game, yeah. but it but it's it originally debuted on Apple Arcade. Right. Um which famously is that's the reason I nicked your phone. Yeah, and still you know, have it. <laughs> and still have it, except I don't, but wherever you, it is... Mm, it, it better still be about. That, I love that bloody Metal yeah. Gear cover I bought. <laughs> yeah, a little Metal Gear cover. Mm. Yeah, I think that's in my bag, which is in the storage unit from our right, office. Okay. So, okay. you know, I don't have it, but it's in escrow. Let's just say All it's right, in that's escrow. That's fine. It's in limbo. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Mm. Um so it so it was so it was you could sort of imagine it'd be perfect on a phone actually, but it's but it's yeah. really really good on the switch. Obviously, you've got that wide screen, and you can use the you know the analog sticks to snake your roads around. So it works it works pretty well. Yeah, um, it's 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 really really something. It's really really mm. something. It's kind of um, you look at its component parts and you start to wonder to yourself why is this as compelling as it is yeah. and partly that's watching little numbers tick up because you're doing a good job of making sure that little cars can get from one place, mm. one place to another which doesn't sound terribly exciting but it's there's something about and it harks back to those those when you play the sims or sim city and it's those early stages where you're putting everything together, you know? Yeah. You're sort of seeing how you're building your house or you're building your city. And you get a real little sort of civic thrill from like, oh, oh I put that overpass in and that's, yeah. that's, de- that's decreased congestion there. See, <laughs> I love city builders up until the point that you've finished your city. 
yeah. than the yeah. bit where it's just ticking over and you're maintaining it. That doesn't appeal mm. to me at all. Yeah, for sure. That's and the boring the bit. reason the reason that this is good, it sort of circumnavigates that, mm. is that you get up to your to your point totals and you fulfil your criteria and you just have different areas and different levels. You've got like a yeah. sort of you start off in a Los Angeles style one because you can see the port of <clears throat> port of Los Angeles and the Santa Monica Highway or Freeway or something. And they've got one in like a Beijing style place and then they've got like different maps as you go through. So it sort of avoids because I'm exactly the same as you. I, yeah. I sort of get to that saturation point and I think, mm-hmm. well, I've done it now and they're just cracking on with stuff and I'm yeah. just watching here like a sort of bored god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. this this, this thing, is, uh, it sort of finds a nice little way around that. So, you know, I'd thoroughly recommend it if you can. Mm. Yeah, you anyway. just reminded me that I played something mobile as well, which you might be curious no. about. Really? I played a bit of Wipeout Rush. <clears throat> Oh my but it's changed God. its name. It's changed its name to Wipeout <laughs> Merge. Well, I was desperate for something Wipeout, and I saw it right. advertised. I was just like, Do you know what? I'll give it a little go. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. It, it's called Wipeout Merge. Merge now, where you merge ships. So you start out with a Pfizer ship, and mm. then you get another one. You merge them together, and it levels up into, a, I think, a Kyrex ship or something. Then you combine two of them and it levels up into another ship and you keep combining them and levelling them up into better and better better ships. And they just well, whiz around generating you y- points for more ships. And it's this weird loop. And huh. it just... Uh, yeah, it's kind of That's not gets what its I hooks thought. into you. Oh, you, you're sort of enjoying it, And then you start collecting cards and it just... The way it sort of keeps gradually introducing things, just as you're sort of... Going like oh, okay, I get this bit, and then something else will pop up, and you're like okay, right, and it kind of keeps huh. you. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's not what I wanted okay. from Wipeout at all, but it's not completely it's not unpleasant. Unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you get your hands on this? Is it an Apple Arcade jobber? No, it's, well, it was on uh, Google Play that I got it. Um, huh. So I've been how playing much buns are we talking? It's free. You have to contend with the occasional advert, huh. but it's free. Um, you can upgrade to an ad-free version if you want, which I, I don't plan on doing. But <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. thought it was curious, and the reason I sort of gave it a chance is because I thought, well, if Sony are kind of gauging interest in Wipeout based on this, <laughs> I want to throw my hat in the ring. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I am interested well, in Wipeout. I I'll will tell play you what, your as well, mobile game. I don't like the premise that. Kyrex, certainly of all the ships, Kyrex, uh, which yeah. I've got reservations about. But I don't like the idea that Kyrex is a quote-unquote upgrade from Pfizer. They're yeah, very different well. ships. Well, the idea of having this hierarchy is like, well, different ships, different needs. Well, it's just the sort of basic Pfizer, and then it's the basic Kyrex. I think once you get to sort of level 9, mm. 10, 11, 12, and on, mm. you start getting the more advanced versions of each ship. So you get like a more advanced Pfizer ship. Okay, and so on. They just they get faster and more advanced and generate you more points. So if you like the the points ticking up, Mm. loads of that, mate. Oh well, but yeah, no, I'll get on that, but with a little wipeout flavour. I would be curious to know what you think because I thought it was vaguely interesting. Yeah, like I, I I go in with an open mind as best Mm. I can. You know, I'm still still cherish the Omega collection. I'm I'm sort of Of got plenty of wipeout on there if I need it. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm not against them. Uh, All always play around with stuff. I say, you know, I I I understand. You know, oh, they're not giving us a proper one, but it look it looks interesting. I don't. (laughs) The idea of changing it to wipeout merge is kind of weird. I mean, I know that's the main mechanic, but it's like rush kind kind of a better name. But yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Anyway, uh, it's time to talk news, so mm. I am going to uh, deliver a jingle 
and then get into it. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop, goes round. Yeah. Rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone. And you can then undo them, just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. News. Item number one, it's the reveal of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for doing this Friday evening, EA. As I (laughs) clocked off. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's coming in 2023. uh, Next-gen or current-gen consoles only, however we're saying that these days. PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. And the crux of it is that Cal Kestis is back. It's set five years after the previous game. And... uh, the quote here, this this was the blurb, they, they sort of revealed a, a, a trailer, and it says, uh, Cal must stay one step ahead of the Empire's pursuit as he begins to feel the weight of being one of the last remaining Jedi in the galaxy. Accompanied by his trusty companion, BD-1, uh, Cal mm-hmm. will meet and ally himself with an array of unique and interesting characters. In order to survive, Cal must learn new skills and grow his connection to the Force. Um, I can't wait. But yeah. Stieg uh, um, Asmussen, who's yeah. uh, the returning director, mm-hmm. said uh, they're in dark times, and that might mean that they're going to make connections with people uh, that in, in other times might be considered unsavoury. Uh, mm. so, yeah, pretty uh, pretty does interesting. Mean, does that mean they're sweet, if they're unsavoury? Yeah, they're sweet characters, little sugary yeah. aliens. <laughs> yeah. That are, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. little sort of sugary little alien cake Jelly fellas. Babies. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm up for it. I'm excited. I all I for the longest time now. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking the second game is gonna is gonna be really, really good. Yeah, because the well, first I'm game was good. Yeah, you know. But I'm, I'm thinking was... of another playthrough. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me mm. too. Yeah, I was thinking. Of go, uh, what's and... his name? <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, uh, the Toad Bastard Oingo Boingo. <laughs> Ogdo-bogdo. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he gave you some bloody trouble, he didn't really he? He did. After that, he the was. game opened up. But that <laughs> bastard. Ogdo-bogdo. And you fell through the map. And I fell through the map, yeah. I did. But, you know, Sodden hopefully you won't be doing that because, you know, they've been patched and stuff. But I always thought that game, just a few slight rough edges, you yeah. know, the backtracking and the and the, the lack of being able to teleport between the sort of bonfire type yeah. things, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and just, just, just generally, I think, you know, more powers as he becomes a stronger Jedi and stuff. You're thinking quality of life improvements, Josh. Just, yeah, quality of life, quality of life for one thing, Mm. but also just push the envelope a little bit. Take the thing that you started with, because in the first game, it was all like, you know, oh, I'm a Jedi, but I'm sort of, you know, Padawan level and yeah. kind of my connection to the force is on the wane. So if in in the second game, if it's like you know, I'm thinking of the, the classic, you know, Halo Two, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden the big thing is, well, I'm dual wielding. You know, Master yeah. Chief has got two SMGs, one in each hand. That I'm classic thinking, sequel step up. You know, no, absolutely. I'm thinking inject a little bit of Force Unleashed in there. Yes. Let me chuck around stormtroopers like mad. Get you know? me, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I. Which you could kind of do that in the first game. You could, you could, um, you could pick them up. But I want but more, more <laughs> power. F- yeah, I want it to edge on a sort of power fantasy. You yeah, know? definitely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that could be. Listening. 
Yeah, if you're listening, do some mm. rewrites and make yeah. it do what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, have yeah. it. Maybe one of the things could be like, oh, you know, he, he sort of feels the dark side a little bit. Maybe he's got a little bit of forced mm. lightning here and there. Whoops, you know. Well, maybe there could be um, a little bit of, um, you know, choice-driven stuff, like the, the powers you choose could maybe m- make you lean one way or the other. I'm sure it's been like done before, that. but... You know, yeah, I mean, Jed, Jedi Outcast did that. You could sort yeah. of Kyle Katarn could opt for Force Lightning improvements. You could sort of get a bit Sithy, but mm. yeah. Anyway, nice. yeah, Star Wars Jedi colon yeah, well, well up for Survivor. Yeah, well up for that. I'm well up for it. Uh, I'll tell you what else I'm bloody up for, mate, and that's Dino Crisis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. And this is what one of the most exciting things: the Dino Crisis image has surfaced on the new PlayStation Plus in Asia. It's out in Asia at the moment. I think this week it's going to be out somewhere else. I can't remember where. Um, I think it's, it's Japan. I think you're right. I think it yeah. is Japan, then America, then us. But mm. anyway, uh, subscribers have spotted on the menus of the new PlayStation Plus and its various headings, like, you know, um, current games, classic games, whatever. Yeah. They've gone to on the classic games tab... That it's like a sort of a picture of Regina, who's the heroine of Dino Crisis, on the classic games like Icon, and everyone's mm. thinking, obviously, you know, come on, come on, it get it's been long classic. enough. Yeah, I know, mm. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's I wonder, made me really, really. <clears throat> I wonder if they'll give you a modern control system though, or will they retain your I classic controls? I wouldn't have controls? thought so. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I've seen with these things is they're not actually like changing the games if you see what I mean yeah, they're, no, they're sort of, of like this is yeah but um yeah I'm po- probably the probably the most excited for that well also in mm-hmm. it's kind of related news at the same time um resistance retribution which was really good um was popped up on a game rating board in Korea yeah. um, that certified the game for PS4 and 5. That was a PSP thing from Bend Studio well, I was hovering around um, the buy button on eBay with that recently yeah so, um hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i've got that on my vita and it's Very really nice. one thing that is really good about that and i and i will imagine will be the same uh well yeah it would sort of have to be the same on yeah. ps4 and 5 is that those games that the, the way that bend did those games the siphon filter uh logan's shadow and dark mirror and then resistance retribution is that because mm-hmm. the psp didn't have a second analog stick you use the face buttons to look around however if you play it on a vita you can map uh, the face button uh, inputs to the right analog stick very which nice greatly improves it so that is one where you actually sort of can change the control not within nice. the game but just you know shuffle the inputs and all of a sudden you got yourself a, a shooter with two analog sticks and that was good a really stuff. good one resistance uh, retribution it was a we'd real... hope that burning skies will um get the same treatment if uh I you know retribution's know on there yeah the only thing with that is i don't know if there's been any talk of vita games um are you sure Really? Yes, yeah, it's just PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5, and PSP. I don't think oh, we've heard anything typical about... typical Sony, innit? Overlooking the Vita again. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Classic. Poor old mm. Vita. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's just uh, going back to PSP. I don't think they put Vita stuff on there. But yeah, Burning Skies was alright as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, was, it was a decent game. But yeah, uh, mainly Dino Crisis though, please. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, um, give me. And two, if you if you if you don't mind. <clears throat> yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty weird one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. I just didn't expect it, and it sort of made me laugh when <laughs> I uh, saw it. Yeah. But uh, you know, Forspoken. Yeah. 
It's a Peggy 18. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> mature. <laughs> I, I, now, now, I got... I got so, so, the first thing I have to say is... So, apparently, the reason is I looked at the Peggy listing. I don't know why I'm... I guess I'm surprised because it's like, you know, classic uh, young adult style, you know, 12A certificate subject mm. matter. You know, it's a, yeah. a sort of modern-day girl whisked to a sort of fantasy land with a talking book and some enchanted bracelets, and she's flying around and she's shooting some magic out of her hands or whatever she's doing. Um, and they go and lump it with a Peggy 18, and apparently this is because, quote, the player's character can order alcoholic drinks at a bar. The drinks affect the player's statistics, but do so in a random manner with negative outcomes possible. Oh, dear. And it says the game includes scenes of realistic violence, including a woman being set upon by a group of thugs who punch and kick her and hold a gun to her head. And there's also violence against fantasy characters who are knocked backwards by attacks and bleed yellow blood. Yellow blood. Yellow blood for these fantasy goblins. And apparently there's some in-game purchases. And I don't know if in-game purchases just mean it's automatically an 18. I don't know. But either way, it sounds like, oh, yeah, there's some actually sort of pretty dark stuff in Forspoken. So, Hmm. you know, kind of a weird one. Also, right, and I'm fairly certain you'll agree with me on this. Yeah. um, Something about Peggy is just... And I respect the Pan-European Games Information Service, by the way. I, I think it's a good service. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> lightweight. Well, like puritanical? No, lightweight. Uh, as in, um, it doesn't carry the awesome heft... Oh, of a BBFC and, and, certificate. And sort of, you know, blood-red logo. Mm. If the BBFC put an 18 on your game, it's bad Serious shit. shit. Serious yeah. shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. think to yourself, Hardcore. "Whoa, I'm in for a bit of a good time here. Yeah, What's GTA, going on?" Manhunt. Yeah, yeah, classic. Especially back in the day when it's yeah. the small classic 18 logo. Because mm. I remember in the sort of mid noughties they blew it up and made the logo like really big. That's just comically, like, yeah, silly. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it was too big. It was like mm. you lot aren't paying attention to these, and you should. But yeah, it just sort of feels like the BBFC is like real shit. You know, mm. if you if you got BBFC, something about the 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 Peggy eighteen. I guess it's because Peggy has always been there, but just used to be a rough guideline. It wasn't legally binding. Yeah, you know, it just used to be there for general information. Also, and that's it felt like it, Peggy you know. couldn't sort of handle the game, so the BBFC had to <laughs> weigh in. Go look, step yeah. aside, Peggy. You don't know what step you're doing. Aside, here. roll up our boys, sleeves. Let the big it's boys. It's the big in. boys at the BBFC are coming yeah, in because you can't film keep committee. your shit. <laughs> The big boy, yeah, definitely, definitely, and because um, the clues in the name, right? It's game mm. information, not necessarily yeah. c- uh, certificate. So they've got that sort of linear. And when the BBFC said, "Look, we're not doing this anymore," I don't know if the resources or why, why ever they stopped. Yeah, it just sort of became like, well, now you're asking me to treat Peggy like it's real stuff, and I still yeah. look at Peggy and I'm like, <laughs> you're not the real thing. I mean, they've tried. They've tried with their colour coding. You know, they've with got the, the colour coding. Yeah, and I think, and I said this to a friend of mine recently. I think they know that they're lightweight, and that's why they got that quite serious voice actor to do the ratings. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't take us seriously. Well, listen to this. Peggy Get a load 18. of this. Peggy 18. Yeah. Like he's, oh, he sounds shit. disapproving. You're like, oh <laughs> fucking hell. All right. Well, fair enough. You're not 18. You're what are you doing <laughs> buying this game? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. 
In other news, and mm. this is sort of nothing, but it's funny, the, Cal- <laughs> the, Callist- <laughs> the Callisto <laughs> Protocol no longer part mm. of the PUBG universe. Oh, so right, what yeah. do you make it? Yeah, what do you make I mean, this was always mental because it's like, it's a spacey horror John Carpentery thing that's by the people that did Dead Space and it sort of comes across as a new Dead Space in a well, way. But yeah. uh, actually, uh, surprise twist... For some reason, that actually was never clear to me. I did read about it, but I can't remember the answer. It, it, it for whatever reason, they said, "Yeah, it's in the PUBG universe, just way into the future or whatever," and it's got you know mythology stuff to. But mm. anyway, Glenn Schofield yeah. was saying, uh, said on Twitter, "Quote." Uh, FYI, the Callisto Protocol is its own story and world. It no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. It was originally part of the PUBG timeline, but it grew into its own world. PUBG's awesome, and we still have little surprises for fans, but Callisto Protocol, own world, story and universe. So it sounds like they've got Easter eggs and stuff left over, and they'll still Mm. put that in there, but they just want to go, yeah, the Easter eggs are still in there, but just know that it's not in that world anymore. I'm going to guess unlockable frying pan weapon. Chicken dinner. Yeah. That's a shoe in, isn't it? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. You yeah, can eat yeah, a chicken yeah, yeah. dinner. You can wield it, yeah, a frying if they, pan. If they did it like that and it was like, it's just Easter eggs, it's just little yeah. cheeky nods, but no text entries and lore to read it about how like it's seemed like a you know. weird, really weird, tenuous thing anyway. It so, did, didn't it? Yeah. I'm glad yeah. they got rid of it. It always felt a bit like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it? Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh, last but not least, and I put this one last because I thought it was the funniest thing of the week. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a Gran Turismo movie is reportedly in the works yeah. with Neil Blomkamp <clears throat> eyed as the director. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what the hell is going on? I don't know. Did they not this learn anything a- from Need for Speed? I don't know! This is according to Deadline who who say the project's on its way with support from Sony Pictures, um, which is the the same partnership that gave us the Uncharted movie recently, which wound up as quite a big box office success. Um, Plot details and everything are are, are under wraps. The report claims that Neil Blomkamp is uh, who Sony wants in the director's chair. It was originally um, spoken about as a... uh, like a, a, it was rumored to be a TV series, but deadlines mm. say that this detail was inaccurate, and actually, yeah. it's going to be a movie instead. Now, point number one: all of these things are nutty, right? If you yeah. told me a few years ago, yeah, it's a God of War Amazon series, I go, what mm. is yeah. there? But whatever. This one does seem particularly bonkers, though. The Gran Turismo it? thing, yeah. yeah. I, there's no version of that film in my head that's good. <laughs> no. They're all they're all going to be, you know, some sort of Fast and Furious clone. Yeah. Illegal street racing, probably, or yeah. something like that. Yes, uh, exactly. Or, or what's the alternative? That it's a guy who loves, you know, going to the circuit every week or something and completing menu <laughs> books. Well, I, <laughs> he goes to gonna, the cafe. Yeah. What are they going to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. And also, it's funny that Neil Blomkamp, because Neil Blomkamp, for as long as I've known Neil Blomkamp, and I only, mm. I, I knew it, I don't know if he did anything, I think he did do stuff before District you know 9, him. but I, I, well, I knew of his work, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, from District 9, that was, I know it's sort of his breakout. Yeah. Um, he seems to just be perennial rumour man. Like, if there's a rumour going, then it's Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Do you remember before... The aliens thing. Prometheus, yeah, there was, yeah, he, it was yeah. Neil Blomkamp 
for and it was going to be an alien movie that actually did take place after resurrection like it wasn't a reboot it was just going to be a sequel oh i thought it yeah. was um a sequel to aliens that kind of effectively erased oh, Alien actually, 3 and Resurrection. and I, I, Yeah, I think you're right. I think it yeah. had multiple forms, that rumour. So it's because I remember the return of Michael Bean as um, Hicks. Yes, as, as Hicks. But I remember, I think, when it was in its very first, I remember hearing that it was a sequel, and then I remember hearing what you said, that it kind of did that, well, mm. we're going to ignore the other ones. And it, the, the rumour went through various iterations, and also Neil Blomkamp was rumoured, I think, for Halo, uh, yes. the, the TV series for Halo as well. It's just like whenever there's a sci-fi rumour going on. Mm. Oh, and I think before Denis Villeneuve stepped in, I think Blomkamp was one of several names attached to Blade Runner. God, really? He, when he it was not seem to catch a break at the moment, can he? <laughs> I know, he's wow, He's apparently wound up with Gran Turismo, so who knows? That's, well, yeah, I, d- didn't that's, he recently join a or, or former game studio as well? Yeah, it seems yes, like he did. he's got sort of several irons in the fire, but none of these irons seem to be heating up to Steaming. a sufficient level. Yeah. That Temperature. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. anything's coming of them. No. Yeah, it's very weird. It is. It's it's odd. It is mm. odd. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe this Gran Turismo movie will be, you know, the best driving movie since... <sighs> I mean, bu- yeah. Bullet. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> what's, but we'll see. Hey, maybe it, it is could weird, be a vanishing though. point type thing. If it's that, yeah, mm. or just the driver, or some weird... The best case scenario mm. is that it's an absolutely irrelevant... Uh, th- that its title is just insane. Yeah. The best case scenario is that it's a perfectly functional driving movie in some fashion that just happens to be called Gran Turismo. And you go, oh, that's really weird that it's called Gran Turismo. Mm. But hey, <laughs> it's a perfectly fine movie. That's like the best case scenario. Any attempt at being faithful... I just can't see how that would work. No, faithful to what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's <laughs> not much to go on, is there? If you're faithful using to the driving. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, there you go. Right, it's about time to get quizzical, so strap in, and I'm queuing up a jingle. I'm a big fan of that. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's time for Boss Fight. Uh, We are joined not by Matt from Upstairs this week. Another surprise guest appearance. Special. Uh, Is it a surprise? Is it a surprise? uh, (laughs) It's not that, it's somebody else, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's producer Dan. Hello, producer Dan. Hello, Um, how how are you guys? We're good, thanks. We're good. We're good. We've been we've been talking games. We've been talking chocolates. Mm. Uh, Rich had a knockoff uh, Kinder Bueno, which he quite enjoyed. Okay, um, you get to hear all the shit when you're editing it. You'd be loving it. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You get the updates. You get yeah. You get you get the cliff notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's now. I don't keep score when Dan pops in. Um, I'm, I'm seven nil up. I think. Mm. What if um, yeah. Dan was representing Matt? Actually, I did keep score... Well, I noted what the score was last time Dan popped in, but I think it was just a nil-nil draw. Was it? <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah, it I was. I think you guys are even anyway, but I will note the winner anyway, okay. just so we can All see right. how it goes. But Rich might win this one, then. 
Which oh, might win. Who knows? I've, I'm, uh, I've got a, r- a run of bad form at the moment. I got a good one. I got a good one this week. You guys have to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team. Mm-hmm. And a game from my choosing. You have to say stop. I'll say your name. You tell me the clue. You guess yep. what it is. Clue number one. My first <laughs> appearance in a video game was in 1999. Okay. And my most recent was in 2017. Although mm. some people. Maybe seeing me this year. What is this? 1999. Clue number two. Hmm. Members wear uniforms that correspond to their abilities, their intelligence, their strength, and their weaponry. What? Oh, wow. That seems like a massive clue, but I'm just a bit like, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. (laughs) Clue number three. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it the Imperial Stormtrooper army from Star Wars? Star Wars game? Star Wars game. Oh, okay. It's just Devil May Cry all over again. From Star Wars. Uh, I'll just say Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but it probably isn't that. Go on. Well, that's Incorrect. next year. Incorrect. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Clue Carry on, as number you three. My members were established approximately 55 million years ago, but they didn't join the team <laughs> until 1999. Don't think so that's I've, Star Wars. So, yeah, I've got a good idea what it is, but I wouldn't know what game it would be from. 55 million years ago. Clue mm. number four. Our goal is to spread chaos, and we achieve this through time travel oh god what is this this should be obvious yeah right it really should this is where the uh, the <laughs> listeners are going oh yeah, yeah they're screaming this. <clears throat> yeah they're definitely screaming at us <laughs> clue number five my members once attempted to sabotage a top secret mission in the Russian jungle uh, yeah, well, wow. <sighs> oh, I haven't got a clue. I feel like that's too niche of a reference for me. Yeah, um, um, I don't even have an inkling. I'll put some spice on there. Members once attempted to sabotage a top secret mission in the Russian jungle undertaken by a famous snake. Well, yeah. Uh,. Oh, for fuck's sake. Clue number six. So it's a Metal Gear thing, right? Well, I'm thinking it must be, but there's nothing coming out this year of Metal Gear. Yeah, but he might be in something like Multiverses or something like that, do you know what I mean? Or it could be just the, yeah, just the faction. Yeah. Factions can mean something else. Go on, Josh, sorry. No worries. Clue number six. My members have appeared in 22 games... 14 of their own games with eight guest appearances. Oh my god. This isn't helping at all. The time no, this travel is just making it worse. <laughs> yeah, the time travel things throw me for a loop. Alright, don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to go through the clues again and I'll add some spice. See if you guys can get on the scent. Clue number one. First appearance in a video game, 1999. Mm-hmm. So, right. 
just as a clarification, <laughs> you have a specific game in mind, right? I will go uh, game or series for this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. right. Because you just said there were like fifty games. So yeah, no, yeah, get, yeah, game, game or series is fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Although for the series, I will in, I have to insist that it's of the of the twenty two games that they have appeared in. I would have to insist that it's of one of the fourteen of their own and not one of the guest appearances. If you see what I mean. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so clue number one. <clears throat> My first appearance in a video game was in 1999. Most recent appearance was in 2017. Uh, though some people may be seeing me this year. Clue number two. My members were established approximately 55 million oh, years ago. Shit. But they didn't join the team until 1999. Clue number three. Members have uniforms that correspond to their abilities, to their intelligence, their strength, their weaponry. Clue number four. Members once attempted to sabotage a top-secret mission in the Russian jungle undertaken by a famous snake. Clue number five. Our goal is to spread chaos, and we achieve this through time travel. Okay. And sometimes with Uzis. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think I've got the the game, just not the organisation. I haven't got a clue. Have so, you sure? Are you I sure got, you haven't sort of stuck together two pages and this is two quizzes <laughs> and it's all sort of mixed up? <laughs> I don't know if this counts as spice, but I, I think, Rich, I think you'll kick yourself harder than you've possibly ever kicked yourself oh in in God. the history of boss fight. But I don't know if that's spice or not. Dan seems to feel he's on the trail of something. But he yeah, well, know you know what? I'm just going to say it because I'm not going to get it. But like to me, it feels a little bit Mortal Kombat-y. Oh, in terms time of travel. Cause but time the uniforms. Travel. Yeah, your uniforms. Also, you've got the... Both get potentially in multiverses this year. Um, so that's the game for this year. They appear in other games. 1999, though. That like they first appeared in fifty five million years ago as well. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, spreading chaos. I ain't got a bloody clue. I don't know what the faction's called either. No, I don't know who the bad guys are from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> what they collectively are known as. <laughs> so this is it. This is so. I'm a little bit like. Well, I feel like all the clues are fitting yeah. with it, but I just don't know the name of the faction. So I'll take half a point, Josh. Stop. Can uh, I have half a point, let, please? Let me have a little think. Let me have a little think. So I'll have to. Give, I'll give you guys like thirty seconds. Uh, you know, stop. I'll have to give it. Uh, Dan, producer Dan. Is it the uh, League of Mortal Kombat from Mortal Kombat? Incorrect. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Outworld Massive from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Representing for Outworld. <laughs> Incorrect. Outworld Massive's great though. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Shang Tsung lads? <laughs> you gotta give me a game from Mortal Kombat three. <laughs> you mean Mortal Kombat trilogy? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I thought you were saying this week's winner. Is. No, it'd be great if it was, wouldn't it? Do you mean if I just gave you the game? No, incorrect. No. Right. Guess is over. Right? Oh God, this is ridiculous. Come the on. answer I'm looking for are the apes from Ape Escape. You are what? killing me. 
Let me run through the clues. First appearance in the video game. Million. Oh, well, hold on. Before you go through this, who knows the history of the apes in Ape Escape? Like, nobody Josh except for Josh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> First appearance in the video game, 1999. Most recent appearance was in 2017. They popped up in Super Bomberman R, which was the launch game for the Switch. Oh, Though dear. some people will be seeing them this year if... They subscribe to the new PlayStation Plus service. They yeah. will be able to play the original Apescape. My members were, were established approximately 55 million years ago, as per evolutionary theory. But they Brilliant. didn't join the team until 1999. Members have uniforms that correspond to their abilities, intelligence, disposition, strength, and weaponry. Gosh, I didn't know if that. If you didn't know, the little coloured pants that the monkeys wear... Uh, are, do actually correspond to their behaviours. Uh, no, no Josh, no one knows that. Like, no. Literally no one knows that. <laughs> like, well, one Wikipedia well, nerd. This one is an absolute howler, and I don't know how Rich didn't get on the scent with this. Know, Maybe less the, so the, you, the, producer the Dan, but members thing, once yeah, attempted little, to sabotage a yeah. top-secret mission in the Russian jungle yeah. undertaken by a famous snake. I mean, how on yeah, earth I know. do you not get I that? I forgot but, about that. Also, I thought was going to be a smoking gun, pun intended. Our goal is to spread chaos, and we achieve this through time travel, and sometimes with Uzis. Again, I forgot you've got the little Uzi ones. I little Uzi monkeys. Yeah. Little Uzi monkeys, mate. It just, yeah, fell out I of my brain, I would have also, mate. you know... Well, I thought that the Metal Gear Solid one was just going to, you know... I, I, well, well you never know. You never know who's going to get what. But I thought, oh, well, I'll put this clue in there just in case. You know, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a smoking gun, but there you go. But no... No, yeah, I've never no. played an Ape Escape game, so oh, yeah. You've got to get on it. There's monkeys you hit them with stun clubs. You put nets over their heads. It's Josh, unbelievable see, stuff. A- after this, I'll never play one. Like, it'll be like <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. See, no chance, mate. I'm the thing is, I bought the original Ape Escape off eBay and I put it in my um, PS3 to play it. It's it doesn't work on the PS3 through backwards compatibility. All you can do is look at the menu screen. Of what a menu screen it is. Yeah, it's brilliant. But, um, yeah, <laughs> well, that so makes me happy, actually, because I was annoyed that you got a really mint condition. Oh, I can still play it on my PS2 and my PS1. Oh. Don't worry about that, mate. Yeah, still be oh. jealous, please. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah. shame. I've gone, gone, gone back to being jealous again. Good, 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 good. Anyway, it's about that time that we hear from the listeners. So thank you very much to producer Dan, and we will see you again soon. Yeah, alas. Hopefully not. We didn't get there. Yeah. It's about time for a jingle. The classic Cornish, Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. From mm. <laughs> within Cornwall. Right. Although I find it a bit too much crust. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of crust. Discard the crust. Oh. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them. This one from Martin Soderberg. Yeah. Son of Stephen. Son of uh, Stephen, obviously. Yeah. Fresh batch of jewel shock busters. Oh, nice. Uh, the Justice is selling his own brand of breath fresheners. Initial J. Um, judgment. Brilliant. In judgment. One. Judgment. Got it in one. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Brilliant. Very good. That, that's that, a good one, that. That's a strong start. Yeah, that's because yeah. it actually it doesn't work as well, and that's why it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, judgment, judgment, judgment yeah. <laughs> is just brilliant. Anyway, yeah. um, not a bad way to serve mozzarella. And that's N A. Hmm. 
This mm. one's actually just top notch as well. Martin Soderberg actually just coming out of the gate with two huge ones here. Mm. Not a bad way to serve mozzarella. So- Inish- initials N A. Nacho cheese. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's near automata. Hold on, you said you said N C, didn't you? N A. Oh, you said N A. I wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> near near a tomato. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, clue number three. Fine. Uh, wait. That, That's not it, is it? <laughs> I. This one's weird because. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong bit. Sorry, I was looking at the... Never mind. Uh, yeah, right. go on. The, cl- the clue is, all right then, I'll blow on the sail and get us down the river. Go on, initials. And, uh, and the initials are FF. A? F- uh, final fant- fantasy. You Fine, I'll fan to see. Brilliant. Terrible. Brilliant. That is awful. <laughs> But Fine. you got two Oil out of three. fantasy. <laughs> you got two out of three, and I actually thought near a tomato is brilliant. Oh, I didn't listen to the initials properly. I don't <laughs> know what happened. Something, <laughs> something happened in my brain. You were undone by that classic thing of just not listening. I was undone by your <laughs> annoying quiz. That's what it was. <laughs> still I'm devastated. Still, yeah, I'm still gutted. As well you should be. To yeah, be yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to rub that one in until the cows yeah. come well, I'll just um, send you photos of my mint condition Apescape. Yeah, which you can't play on your PS3. So, but I can play on my PS2 and my PS1, mate. Yeah, it's not it's HD still, it's though. It's beautiful is it? on the shelf. Not it's HD still, though, is it, mate? Is it? <laughs> don't, uh, don't care. This, don't want it this, to be. <laughs> don't want it to be. <laughs> Didn't want it to be. Next. Yeah. Uh, this one from uh, Joseph Murphy. Yeah. He's put at the top. Uh, Greetings from two to three weeks ago. He's having a dig because some of his questions ended up on the pile. So, well. Yeah. He says Blame uh, Josh. Yeah. How do you lot feel about the rumors? I should preface this because there's another question about this. Uh, I think these rumors it was it was from um I think a website in Poland there was a there was a, a rumor about this. I think they've yeah. since been fairly fairly strongly quashed, but we'll go with the question anyway. Yeah. Um how do you feel about the rumors of mid-gen console upgrades? It's things like, you know, uh, the PS5 Pro. He says, to me, it feels like the gen has barely begun with so yeah. few exclusive games. Uh, is there even an appetite for a for a, for a PS5 Pro when nope. lots of people will be, can't even buy the base console? I mean... I mean, you hit the nail on the head already there. Most yeah. people can't even buy the base console. If Most people can't out- buy the consoles to begin with. And also, it has only been two years. I can't remember where the when the Pro or the One S came out it, relative to its lifespan. Was it three mm. years in? Four years in? Uh, let's see. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think it was. I think twenty seventeen, wasn't it? So four years. Yeah. Yes, yeah, about four. Yes, yeah, so, so, so it would. So it would be um, too too early anyway. But I'd say that on the whole, um, I've got nothing against mid gen console upgrades. I think in this particular instance, because of you know the global pandemic and the fact that lots of people are struggling to buy new consoles anyway, yeah, and the fact that it's so only sort of you know two years in. Also, would what silly. would they? What would they bring to the table? What what? benefits would there be to the mid-gen you know refresh what what well i don't yeah. know what the other ones did what would they it'll... give you well i mean the pro and the xbox one x made sense because they had better performance and resolution but maybe resolution but we were at 4k or 8k or whatever on these consoles already 
Yeah, maybe performance. I mean, you can always get more powerful, I guess. Or a smaller form factor? Or Well, yeah, all right, there's whatever. that. The, the form factor thing, especially the PS5, that could be shrunken down and uh, it'd be and, and, better and for performance. it. I mean, never say no to innards. Yeah. yeah I mean, they've, sure. they've, been, they've been bloody good so far, but I don't, I don't know if there are going to be games that come out in the middle of the of the lifespan that are really going to make them flex their muscles, maybe. Nah. I don't know. Don't know. sort of new new features. On the whole, I've got nothing against uh, mid-cycle upgrades, <laughs> provided they are mid-cycle. I think these, yeah. I don't know about, I think these rumours have been, have been, have been quashed out, I must add that. Mm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, and then a follow-up from Michael, uh, he says, a PS... <laughs> PS5 Pro will be the final nail in Jim Ryan's I have no clue what I'm doing story arc. Agree mm. or disagree? Uh, disagree because the PS5 Pro is not happening, at least now. But, but if, it, ag- if it did, then Agree yeah. <laughs> that if it did, it absolutely yeah. would be. And uh, it's nice to see people uh, honing in on uh, what a clown uh, Jim Ryan is, generally. He is a silly billy. He's a, he's a, yeah, he is. Um, this one from Rick Burns... He says, mm. uh, "Good insert time of day here, gentlemen." Um, yeah. It's a bit actually. Did I? Did I did already read this one out? No. Did no, I? I don't think so. We'd have we'd have said something about him being Mr. Burns. I get I get deja vu. Or, yeah. Really? Oh well, mm. I get deja vu because I read them before I put them in the thing. Is it because you're so, bored of the podcast? Are we stopping it? Re- <laughs> Is this the last one? <laughs> <laughs> when I sometimes I just read them to myself and go, oh yeah, yeah I'll put that. But then I, and then when I read them out, I get a weird deja vu of like, oh, did I read this? Out? It's like, no, I didn't read it out. I just mm. read it anyway. Um, <clears throat> he says it's been many moons since I last corresponded with you. Uh, yeah. You may remember me from such times as my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression at the beginning of your question section that I sent in. Right. Um, anyway, he says driving home, I'll try to think of a good shock. Well, he's written shock pasta, but I wonder if his phone corrected that from Shockbuster. <laughs> yeah, it could um, have, yeah. And it's a dual Shockbuster. It's a well. dual Shockbuster. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. he's put a good shock pasta. Oh, no. Is that a reference to... Oh, no, because there was another fellow who wanted to do dual Chockbusters, and, it, and right. all of the answers were to do with chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. And he did, but didn't he? <laughs> he and, and indeed he did, and he yeah. did it very well. But I don't think there's been a pasta variant either way. Um, <clears throat> he says... This was the first one that came to mind, uh, and, and it's the only one he's done. So question, uh, well, it's, it's not a question, it's a clue. The vehicle's lights were so bright, it could see inside the human body. Initial C. Um, car x-ray? Car, <laughs> car, no, I don't know. C. The answer is Castlevania. Right, so it's not pasta then. <laughs> Nothing to do with pasta. No. I think Castle- it was an autocorrect. Hold on. Castle. What? Hold- that doesn't make Car- any sense. Car sees veins in you. Oh, no. I'm not having that. <laughs> that's that's beyond me, terrible. That, that's when that's the ultimate mark of success. Cars see veins in you. Doesn't work. And that's why it's brilliant. Um, and then he says, all my love, Rick. Uh, P.S. Yours is my favourite video game podcast of them all. Uh, keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much. Thank and you. it's nice Cheers. to hear this Can't see praise. veins in you. Can't mm, see can't veins, see in, veins you. in you. So, you know. Yeah, and, uh, thank you. Uh, this one from Lash Q. It says, after your chat about games that are too long... 
Mm-hmm. What games were too short? He says, oh. I think that Cyberpunk 2077's story ended weirdly abruptly. Um, yeah. I'd barely scratched the surface at the cyber upgrades. Any others? I would agree with that. That's now, fair. I, I don't know if this is just the ending that I got, and I won't go into spoilers because I know there I are multiple. It yeah, I, I think because Dan also producer dan also uh well he didn't say it was too short he got a different any to mine and it sounded mm-hmm. like it, it it yeah it didn't sound as abrupt as the ending that i got put it like yeah. that but is it what yes i did think though if you follow the main quest line in cyberpunk 2077 it is surprisingly short just generally now yeah I don't know if I'd say that was too short. I actually found it quite refreshing that that one can just follow the core quest line and get to the end. But, but he's not wrong that if you just follow the storyline, you're really only scratching the surface of your upgrades of, of, and of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do think there's a there's a question there. This is really interesting, right? Because um, stuff that's too short, I would I would rarely diagnose it as being too short. And this is kind of a weird one, right? So if if if, if you say a film or whatever's too long. Yeah, <clears throat> that's like one diagnosis of 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 like multiple potential problems. You could diagnosis also murder. say with Dick Van Dyke. Diagnosis, mur- exactly. Yeah. Uh, with the yeah, I, lo- I love a bit of Dick Van Dyke. Um, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Mm. Idiots. Uh, <laughs> you could also say the pacing's off. You could also say there's not enough stuff that happens. There's not enough content that happens to fulfil the runtime. You could diagnose the same problem in a number of different ways. Yeah. But yeah, one of the things that you could say, I guess, is that it ain't long enough, is that it's too short. And the mm. answer is, yeah, you've got to stop doing the main quest and do all of the side stuff if you want well, that's to That's what be. I did. And that's so what I did. Although ended then... ended up with 60-odd hours um, yeah. on the end of Cyberpunk. But I thoroughly enjoyed that all, and I enjoyed the little side stories as well. So it did felt I? like it fleshed I, I out was, the world and the characters. I was too strong. Way oh, yeah, too I strong. Was, I, I loved that, though. It was empowering. I could I just know go you waltz do, into a... A yeah. facility and just kill everyone and But you've been yeah. very vocal on this before and I'm I'm not I'm not like that. I know you want oh, games to be shit. like the opening five minutes of the Force Awakens or the Absolutely. Force Unleashed. And that's yeah. great. But and actually I would have relished the Force Unleashed if it was just the first ten minutes over exactly. and over again. But you know, there are other things where I think you'll No you'll You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll say that to excuse bad stuff because I remember going, yeah, the enemy AI and Deathloop's really shit, and you were like, that's great. I yeah. just r- fish in a barrel. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, you just go up behind someone, kick him in the water or whatever. You kick just him off like a cliff. Ga- you like Brilliant. gaming junk food. You're like I the game. You're a little junky. I think I do. Yeah, yeah, you do. do. You do. I like to be the powerful one. I I play yeah. games to escape. And a power fantasy is what I want. Yeah, and effectively, fair, you you want nothing more than to be Sid from Toy Story with a absolutely. magnifying glass. Yes. And actually, didn't you game. have a T-shirt that was... Didn't you have, like, a sort of skull T-shirt? No. I would like one, but no, I didn't. I'm going to get you a sort of Sid-style skull T-shirt. Well, mate, my 40th's coming up, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, expect that in the post. Excellent. Short, short games. Games that are too short. I'll tell you what, I would have... You're so thankful these days mm. when you do see the bloody end credits before you're yawning that I don't dare say a game's too short. But I'm sure there are examples. So, for instance, The Lost Legacy, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, yeah. I felt that was the perfect length. Yeah. 
Yeah, for it was. Most Uncharted games, as I know I've said this before, they're too long. You get to chapter 18, there's actually 24 chapters, and you're like, oh, they really should be 19, maybe 20 tops. Last Legacy was perfect. In terms of actually, like, you reach Lost the Legacy. end and you think to yourself, yeah. oh, I wanted more of that. Max mm. Payne 2? I could, Max Payne 2 could be a little bit longer, fruitfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is quite short. You can complete Max Payne 2 in about five hours. It's a bit mental. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really... Okay. But, hey, you know, maybe that's really nice. I don't know. My memory of Max Payne 2 is so hazy. Yeah. A long it's, time it's, ago, It's mate. really short. The original mm. Luigi's Mansion, you can complete it in about three, four hours. It's mad. Like, so really... something to be said for that, though. I know. It is nice sometimes. Back in the day, games like that got, got fucked by the press. Cause oh, obviously, actually, yeah. Do you remember say, that back in the sword, day? Um, Broken Sword, The Sleeping Dragon. I remember I bought that when I went to visit a mate for the weekend. We finished mm. it overnight and I took it back the next day. Oh, my God. Because there's nothing else to do in it. That yeah, was it. It was done. Sure. And, that, and that used to be, back in the day, that yeah. was a cl- classic thing. It was just like, so-and-so is too short. And it comes from that time when... when um, uh, like gaming magazines and stuff like that, you know, very much value for money was like a really mm. big concern. And I suppose it still yeah. is. There's still a really interesting conversation. People always talk about, oh, well, such and such a thing, worth 60 quid. Is it worth 20 quid or whatever? And it's still a, it's still a sort of uh, debated issue. Do you um, know what? I don't have yeah. a problem with the short game if there's replay value in it. And that See, was I don't with that, like, yeah. like Broken Sword, Sleeping Dragon, is it had zero replay value. Like once it's done, me, it's done and that was it. I'm a, I'm a bit of a retro enthusiast, as I, as I know you are. And yes. for me, if a game like The Order 1886 has absolutely no replay value, except for the fact that I've played it through four times over the years, because oh. I love that game. So wow. if it's if you're talking trading stuff in, my response would always be, well, don't, because in 10 years, you're really going to oh. want a cheeky day with that. Well, God, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm paying the price now. I mean, oh, half the stuff yeah, I yeah, bought off sure. eBay are things I traded in <laughs> when I was... Uh, you know, a, a skint um, postgraduate of trying course. to scrape together some money. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, so that's what I'd say. There's there's no such thing as no replay value, I would say. Yeah, like fair you're point. all you are always gonna wanna play something again. Even unless something it's rubbish. As, unless if it's, it's a actually rubbish game. <laughs> yeah. And you like, played it through and you're like, that was shite. If it was shit, yeah. then I think it's fair to say it probably wasn't too short. Because if it was shit, you'd surely relish the end credits. I'll tell you what, though, I traded in Res for the PS2, Ooh, big and I got more. Well, but I got more trading it in than I did uh, oh, buying it. I, got, I made profit on that. Of course, yeah. If that is, is I mean, that's there was. Now I still regret this, but mm. it's it. But I will say it just because I made fat cash on it. Um, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. My flatmate knows which one it was because I told her mm. the story. It's either Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes on GameCube or the you Pal traded that in? Well, possibly. What? Or um, uh, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Crucially, the GameCube launch version of Twilight Princess, as we oh, all know, mate. very, very quickly ported to Highly the Highly sought after, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I've got one of them. They're back in um, Bedford. I've got one. I can never remember which one um, uh, was traded in. But whichever one was traded in, I fully just got, I think, 130 quid for it or 100 and... I got like over a hundred quid for it. It was bonkers. And I remember wow. at the time I was just able to buy like two brand new, you know, full RRP games. And it was just like, oh, that's amazing. Of course, now... You, you, you can find those free for more money even than that. And I had a really good, yeah. you know, they were both in good nick and, you know, so. 
Well, a constant source of um, ire for me when I'm looking on eBay is I mm. see stuff that my friend Joe had and his brother. They had an mm. amazing SNES collection. They looked after all their stuff. Everything was oh. in like perfect condition. And they have thousands of pounds worth of stuff that I think they just gave away oh, or got rid geez. of. And I'm just like, mate... Why did you do that? <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, they had like the that... turbo um, edition of Street Fighter Two in the tin, in pristine condition. Oh my gosh! Madness. Give it away. Me thinking about that. Yeah, all the Marvel yeah. games for PlayStation, Marvel versus Capcom, and so on. And jeez, madness, madness. Rough stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that'll have to just about do us. Uh... I hope he's listening to this, Joe. I hope he's listening. <laughs> like, yeah, guilt, Joe. G- yeah, um, you fucked Don't it, go mate. on. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. <laughs> Get yourselves on Twitter at RichieW2 at Joshy Wise at VideoGamerCom with your questions. Uh, thank you to Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahern for our stings for the memories for the jingles. Get on over to uh, VideoGamer.com for all your gaming needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're John, Joe, John plug, then John plug uh, Xboxachievements.com, PlayStation Dog. If you guys understood that garble of words, yeah, classic. They know it. They know um, it. They know it. And yeah. uh, what else? That's everything. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll email. Written review of silt, mate. Written review yeah. of silt. Email podcast at videogamer.com uh, mm-hmm. with your with your rambles, with your theories, with your yep. dual shot busters that you think yep. of when you're in the car. Uh, don't yes. email while you're driving, though. Must add car, that. Cars, cars, what was it again? Cars will see cars veins in you. see veins in Cars see veins in you. Madness. That's going to take some topping. Uh, right, it's goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich. Cars will see veins in you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>